Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are served from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band, full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more info. We are a hot, hot country. Last week, they introduced a massive government takeover that would destroy our incredible economic gains. They introduced the so-called Green New Deal. It sounds like a high school term paper that got a low mark. It would shut down American energy, which I don't think the people in Texas are going to be happy with that. It would shut down a little thing called air travel. How do you take a train to Europe? You know, this, this crazy senator from Hawaii, they said, do you like it? Yes, I like it very much. Oh, really? How are we getting to Hawaii on a train? She didn't think about that one, but she's thinking about it. She'll figure it out. They want to take away your car, reduce the value of your home, and put millions of Americans out of work, spend a hundred trillion dollars, which by the way, there's no such thing as a hundred trillion. You have to spend a hundred trillion dollars. And remember this, no other country except us is going to do it. That's a little problem too. Yeah, that's a little problem. It is. You know, I've been listening all morning to, um, to Karen's reports about this uh, accident that took place with the Golden Knights, um, this parachute jump. I jumped with the Golden Knights. Um, I, can't, I can't even remember. I've been, I, I was trying to find the photographs, uh, and they were there on the Joyce Kaufman Show website. And uh, I don't know how I can repost these photographs. Does anybody, I guess maybe uh, Hobo or Brennan, will show me how that's done because uh, it's it's pretty impressive, really. Um, you you do see me that there's actually a videotape of me jumping, and I, you know, I I just wanted to share it with the audience. See, here I am in my Golden Knights uh, parachute after my jump when I landed. Um, and I, I would, you know, the, I don't know about the rest of you, but this is not something that people just do in a cavalier manner. Look, there's me in the sky. Oh, but how do I get this picture so that everybody can see it? Send it to Lexi or somebody to post it up. I don't know how to send it. You can email it from your phone. I don't know how. Really? Really. Give me the phone. Give, give me this phone. Okay. Here. Uh, or email it to Brennan so he could put it up at the at the website or something. Or, or to Shanice. Shanice or, no, not. Uh, Sharina. Or whoever does that kind of stuff because I'm so inept and I can't do it. So, You did it? Oh, what are you laughing at me for? You know, I love these youngins. You know, uh, I did not have the advantage of growing up with these devices. No, it just kills me that how long you've been using iPhones that you can hit two buttons and it sends it over to... Well, if you know which two buttons to hit, and I did not know. 
And hopefully you will teach me instead of just grinning from the other side of the console like the cat who swallowed the uh, canary. I kind of enjoy this. I I have figured that out. Um, Apparently now the deal that they have placed in front of the president includes less than $1.5 billion for the border barrier. Um, That's about a third of what the president has asked for. So it's going to be very interesting to see whether or not um, he buys this. According to some of my guests earlier, well, Kaylee didn't want to weigh in, but uh, Dr. Gorka seemed to think that uh, Mick Mulvaney, the uh, acting chief of staff, would find some additional funds and be able uh, to make this deal work uh, so that there wasn't a government shutdown. I, um, I don't know how that happens. I really don't. But I do know one thing. Um, the president has been convinced by the people around him that he cannot afford to have a government shutdown. I would, I would tend to disagree with that. Um, primarily because even though the media beat him up terribly about the last shutdown, his approval rating is up. You know, on some level, you sent it to, uh, to Brennan? I'm testing something out first. Brennan oh. is saying he's on it too, so. Okay. He's on it too? Boy, I got a whole like crew working on it for me. Can't beat that. Um, So what do we expect from the White House? That's the question. You know, I I am hopeful that the president will do whatever it takes. I really am. I I think the president has every right to declare this a national disaster and to put the army down there and have the Army Corps of Engineers wreck this wall once and for all and put an end to this discussion. I do not think he will suffer any consequences for doing that. However, I believe he will suffer consequences if he fails to get a a border wall erected. And that's got to be relevant. At this point, with so much accomplished, um, I would hate to see this this one failure be the only thing people remember. You know, people other than my friend Ann Coulter, who apparently just can't get over uh, not having the wall already built. Um, and you know what's interesting to me? For those of you who have ever spent any time in Washington, even um, lobbying or, or, or visiting your congressman's office trying to get a message through to somebody who is supposed to be serving you, the wheels turn extremely slowly. Um, things that I think should be easy to get accomplished take forever to accomplish. Um, things that, that, that have even bipartisan support take a long time to get accomplished. And that's because things are tied up in so much bureaucracy. And look, the reason is a lot of people are not, um, are not confident in their leadership. So we've created this sort of safety net, like, oh, you can't really uh, just do that because you think it's a good idea. There'll have to be studies and there'll have to be committees and there'll have to be, you know, opportunities for the public to weigh in. And for the most part, um, you know, that's how a republic works. This is not a straight-up democracy, although people like to say that. Um, They have really just descended into the, the pits um, in Washington right now, you have, uh, people threatening one another. Um, and I find that what it's going to do is scare away good people from serving. And you see that, you know, there aren't a whole lot of people 
who have a family, particularly a young family, who are willing to stay anymore. I mean, there's the exception to the rule, but I look at a guy like Trey Gowdy. I mean, he could have had a long-storied career in Washington, um, and he just, he had to, you know, walk away from it. Once they started, uh, you know, impugning his family and um, threatening people, he just said, you know, this is not what I signed up for, and I, I, I don't blame them. I don't know that I, I would be able to withstand this kind of pressure. Sometimes when I look at what uh, is being done to the Trump family in, in itself, I say, here's a family that was on top of the world, okay? They were all uh, mega wealthy. They were all invited to all the fancy parties in New York and D.C. Every politician wanted to know Donald Trump and get his endorsement and get some campaign financing from him. I mean, they were the, the toast of the town. Pictures of them with the Clintons and pictures of them with the, anybody. You know, everybody wanted a picture with Donald Trump. And today, nobody wants to even say they, uh, you know, that, that, that they voted for Donald Trump. People are are running in fear. And that's why I have uh, decided that the next two years, I'm not, I'm not going to be quiet about this anymore. Um, the left has set their sights on Donald Trump, on his family. Um, they've set their sights on, on, on the few good people that are left in Washington, on guys like Devin Nunes, you know, the, uh, Tom Steyer's demanding, um, that, that there be an impeachment and then demanding that guys like Devin Nunes be taken out, be primaried. And if that doesn't work, be taken out in the general election. And when I use the term taken out, that's the term they use, you know, um, it's grotesque to me that signifies violence. And that's not how this republic was uh, supposed to work. Definitely not. And, you know, I look at a guy like Steve King. You know, did he stick his foot in his mouth? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, do I believe in his heart of hearts that that somehow uh, Steve King is a racist, a misogynist, a, a bigot, or any of that stuff? Not really. I don't, I don't believe that. But I... I would thoroughly understand why he will not run again if he chooses not to. He hasn't said that. But why would you subject your family to these things over and over again, to being called everything under the sun? You know, Donald Trump was sitting on top of the world, and he descended into the bowels of hell for his country. And, I, you know, I can only think of, you know, one other individual who ever was willing to sacrifice um that much and and i'm not going to make the uh, uh you know allegory that everybody else made they made it all the time with barack obama the anointed one i'm not going to make that allegory but i will tell you um i cannot for the life of me figure out why if not because he loves this country donald trump would subject himself and his family to what's happening now jury has reached a verdict in the el chapo case um is he? Can he get the death penalty or no? no. Life in prison this is a federal case, but he could have. You're right. Um, yeah. But it's more the charges aren't really for all the murders. No, they, they were incidental to yeah. his drug lording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the jury's been out for six days, which is really interesting. Um, and they've been our asking, crime reporter Karen <laughs> Curtis is on the job. Hey. Uh, so Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, uh, he's a reputed leader of Mexico's Sinaloa drug cartel. He faces charges of drug conspiracy, money laundering, 
you know, billions and billions of dollars. If they sat me on this jury, I would have uh, gotten sick. I mean, I know, right? <laughs> How terrifying. They had to shut down the Brooklyn Bridge to get him from one jail to the other because he's being tried in Brooklyn and he was in the prison over in Manhattan. Well, he escaped prison twice before. Yeah. And, you know, and I certainly believe that uh, anybody can be bought off. Well, or bumped off. Or bumped off is true. The jury. So, um, they, but it's only life. That's all you can get. That's well, really yeah. kind of sad. Well, they actually they showed his diamond encrusted handgun. <laughs> that great. Yes. <laughs> and he's got like uh, some girlfriend in the courtroom, right? Or baby uh, mama or he's something. He's got a wife and a does he have a wife and a girlfriend? I think both. But yes, he has a wife and a girlfriend. They, and uh, has a girlfriend. there were two people that testified for the defense. That was it. They put one day up. You know, oh, and who were they? It's a girlfriend and a former hitman. They're oh, nice. I read about this. A yes. former hitman. <laughs> that's that's a good uh, character witness there. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So what do you think? Guilty? Not guilty. Oh, guilty on all charges. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, we don't know yet. That's just Joyce speculating. Yeah. I'm, I mean, guilty on the first count. Okay. And that's a really big one. Um, that's all I've seen so far. I can't read that little tiny print, man. I know. We have no way to bring it up anywhere, I guess. No. ABC's not doing anything. They had at least... Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, sorry. All we've seen so far is the first count. Let me look at or did we even see the first count? Know. Oh, my Should goodness. Maybe yeah, this is breaking news. We're trying to get this breaking news to you. We'll just play the sounder until we actually get it. Okay, we're waiting to see if El Chapo is going to do uh, life in prison and how many of the jury will remain alive at the end of the week. Because well, remember, they let him go on Friday and they had like they all made it back. They though. all made it back. <laughs> Um, oh, but one my. of them may may hang the jury. One of them right. might have, uh, you know, gotten uh, made an offer that they couldn't refuse. Like <laughs> you like your child, you know, because because we can arrange for you to keep your child or not. That's scary. I mean, I'm not. You can't trust these uh, these drug lords, and they'll do anything to get off. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. Just there's nothing yet. We don't. Know so yet. what did I read there before? I don't know. You were reading the the the, the guests that yeah, the uh, yeah, uh, was, that the announcer was making. Yeah. So you, you want us to go out and come back? All right. Let's up? take a quick break. We are waiting for the jury verdict in the El Chapo case, the drug lord, uh, looking at life in prison. And by the way, um, I, I don't think he'd be very safe in general population in an American jail either. Do you? I know. He's very short, too. He's, El Chapo. He's ugly. How'd he get a wife and a girlfriend? Money! Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. every Friday night of the year. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are optional, serve from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band from 7 to 11 playing ballroom, standards, party music, and German traditional. Full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more information. The president is hosting a press conference, but uh, he's not happy with the lawmakers' spending deal, but uh, he doesn't think we'll have a shutdown, so I don't know what that means. Unless Dr. Gorka was right, and he, Mick Mulvaney is finding other places, other funding sources for the wall. Um, we just don't know. We're awaiting the 
uh, verdict in the El Chapo trial. They uh, brought him back into the courtroom, and the jury has reached a verdict. And so far, uh, it couldn't have come down the the wire because they're showing <laughs> President Trump chatting with the press right now. No, you don't have it yet. No, we're, it's we're waiting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it takes so long. Who defended him? Did he have an attorney? I mean, obviously he did, but was it like, we didn't have to pay for that like a public defender, did we? Uh, no, no. No, he had a big honcho attorney? Uh, like, who's going to take that case? Yeah, I'm a old Chapo's lawyer. It's like, hey, I'm Hitler's lawyer. You know, it's like, no, I don't, uh, can't imagine. I don't think it was like Kubi or, or Dershowitz or anybody like that. Well, Dershowitz says he would have represented Hitler. So. That's true. He would have done Hitler's appeal. Uh, oh, his appeal. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he, I think he's kind of changed a lot now that he's yeah. become a fairly conservative liberal. Big it, time. Yeah, it's it's he's not welcome at Martha's Vineyard anymore. <laughs> That's what he says, you know, like who wants to be at Martha's Vineyard uh, anyway? Right. Mm-hmm. So the jury, they were wondering why it took him so long to come to this decision because it took him six days, which is kind of a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's not like anybody doesn't know who he is and what he's done. The panel of eight, there are eight women and four men. Wow, those are some really... So a panel of 12. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes. Pa- panel of eight women, four men, yes. Don't okay. ask me to do math. Yeah. Uh, and they took longer than expected. But they're weighing 10 counts against him, including running a continuing criminal enterprise, firearms possession, well... Mm, you think the the <laughs> what was it a diamond encrusted yeah. uh, handgun olives on the handle mm. um the importation and distribution of cocaine i think it was like thousands of tons mm-hmm. and uh, also dozens of individual violations so uh, you asked about the death penalty he really wasn't tried for murder no even though how many people died as a direct result of the drugs that were imported right. into this country so it, it contains we'll know. 27 separate violations, most for distributing specific quantities of coke. And um, they had to assess each one by one. That's why it took so long. Mm-hmm. So um, they were working through an eight-page verdict sheet. Oh, my God. This yeah. sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. And like, uh, alert. Joaquin is found guilty. guilty. <laughs> Surprise. You called it. Yes. Uh, thank thank goodness we could, you know, stop focusing on him for a while. I just now we got to focus on the jury. You know, see if we can keep them alive. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of women on there. Yeah. Guilty on all counts per ABC. Okay, very good. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um all right, uh, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman found guilty on all counts. Is he, where is he currently? Uh, I mean, he's in Manhattan, right? He's in uh, Brooklyn right now. Mm-hmm. They had to take him over the bridge. He was, you know, the federal. He was staying at the federal prison in uh, Manhattan, and then they would take him over the bridge. They'd have to close the bridge down to get him over there. Mm-hmm. So he's looking at life in prison. Yeah. And uh, there were 27 violations. This jury found him guilty on 26 of them, um, but not murder conspiracy, apparently. That was the only one they didn't find him guilty. Oh, wow. So, so that's kind of interesting. Hey, listen. Um, it's very, very interesting. Anyway, the uh, president says he doesn't think they'll have a shutdown. However... Uh, he's not happy with the deal, so look for there to be some more 
um, information coming about that. I mean, I can't believe CNN is not running the Chapo no, story. No, they don't care. So, <laughs> no, they don't ah, care. It's all Trump mark. all day, all along. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, Trump said, look, he's not going to shut the government down, but he says the wall will be built. So yeah. he's got some other he's got plan, a plan B. Yes. Yeah, Mick Mulvaney, as uh, Dr. Gorka told me this morning, uh, Mick Mulvaney is a very seasoned politician and will figure out where he can get the funds from. I don't think that's hard to figure out. First and foremost, the military is in charge of security. So if it's if he if the president, who is the commander in chief and also the protector of national security, if he deems that a fence is vital to national security, uh Patrick Shanahan, is that the name of the acting? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. He will uh, start start sending uh, the Army Corps of Engineer and troops down there to build a build a wall. And I, I don't believe that uh, they'll get away with limited wall. Here it is. He has to study the compromised border deal. And look how they put, I'll have to study in uh, quotations. Like they don't believe that he reads. And I saw something on the Internet uh, today about how the president doesn't uh, take a briefing. Um, and therefore, what does he know? Uh, last time I remember, neither did Barack Obama. You know, there are a lot of those briefings are handled by their aides and then they're given even shortened versions of the things that uh, require immediate attention. Well, they, they're the media is stuck on his executive time. They're stuck you on him. You know, this him. man, this man is doing something all the time. So he's you can't account for everything. I mean, he's just like a flurry. Well, as as uh, Dr. What was it Dr. Gorka pointed out this morning? Um, he's down here speaking with the Heritage Foundation at the Colony Theater, which I can't be at because I'm on the air. But um, he was talking about how the Heritage Foundation put out 362 things that a conservative administration should try to get done in the term following the eight years of President Obama. And Donald Trump has done 62% of them in the first two years. <laughs> two years. You know, and that's at, that there's nobody that's worked this quickly and this hard as this president. But apparently they don't think he reads. They don't think he uh, works hard enough. Um, it's, it's mind boggling. I, I don't know how they, how they could not at least admit that they've been wrong. No, they will never, never, no. ever. Well, I lost, uh, you know, a person that I had a lot of respect for yesterday, Walter Jones, the congressman, um, passed. And, you know, I read a fascinating piece about Walter this morning. You know, he's from North Carolina, which is, of course, always in the news as well. And it's um, the piece in the Washington Examiner talked about how Walter Jones was a politician who could admit when he was wrong. I can't really remember many politicians that ever admit that they're wrong. I mean, they will violate their own words and still not admit they're wrong. Um, Walter Jones was one of the few who did. He was a big promoter and supporter of the war in Iraq originally, but he came around to the... Um, decision as did many others that uh, they never should have embarked on that uh, he honored the military this is a guy i went to his office if you walked into his office he had he had a wall of honor with photographs 
of anyone who had trained at Lejeune, which is the Marine Training Facility in North Carolina. He had a picture of every single person. I mean, it was mind-boggling how many uh, pictures were up there. And he and it actually was orderly. It's not like they were just stuck up with uh, post-it notes like uh, Ilan Omar's, uh, um, you know, crowd. Uh, they were beautifully, um, they were artistically uh, put up there. And he said that if I had known then what I know now, I wouldn't have supported the war resolution. And, uh, you know, we talk about how polarized government is and how polarized the parties are today. Uh, Specifically, we talk about that in the Democrat and in the conservative wing of the Republican Party. Um, But you know what? These are the reason for that is there are too many unprincipled people up there now a guy like walter jones say whatever you want uh was a principled human being and served his his state north carolina with um with a tremendous amount of passion he also was the congressman who insisted they call french fries freedom fries in the congressional (laughs) dining room because of some guy back in beaufort north carolina who was upset with the French, because remember the French didn't want us to go into Iraq. They happened to have been wrong in that case, according to um, Congressman Jones. But uh, he came back to Washington after eating Freedom Fries and convinced the three dining rooms in the um, halls of Congress to switch over to Freedom Fries. And then, of course, when he changed his mind on that, they went back to calling him French Fries. So for those of you who are just tuning in, the Mexican drug lord, El Chapo, Guilty on all counts, or was there one? All counts. Count? Yeah. All counts. So there was no conspiracy for murder count? No, not that I saw. Okay. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Most of it was for, most of them were for distributing significant quantities of cocaine. So he faces life in prison without parole. Yeah. Well, um, there you have it. Uh, you had a pretty good life while you were out there, buddy. Uh, but now you're going to, well, he'll probably have a pretty good life behind bars. This is a federal penitentiary. Yes. And they'll keep him uh, secluded from the rest of the population. Um, and he will probably, you know, have television and anything else he wants, conjugal visits, you know. I'm sure. From which one, though? The well, girlfriend or the wife? De- it depends on what day of the week it is. Right? I doubt it's the girlfriend. You <laughs> doubt it's the girlfriend? Yeah, she turned on him. She turned on him and testified, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then it's not the girlfriend because uh, she wouldn't dare go near him. It'll be interesting to see, um, you know, who who uh, remains alive uh, that was affi- affiliated with this trial at all from prosecution um Members of the prosecution team uh, to the judge, you know, El Chapo likes to take out the dig, the big, big fish primarily. So we'll see what happens. I mean, there's still a whole organization that he ha- was at the helm of that exists. Right. You know, I don't think uh, they're going to break from him. They'll and the him. drugs are pouring over the board. <laughs> Pouring, literally pouring, coming in through the points of access, as uh, Nancy Pelosi likes to say. All right, we're going to take a take. Uh, short break and then we're gonna come and wrap this up i'm still trying to wrap my mind over me walking out of here at one o'clock i want you to think back to last week uh hobo when the um jesse smollett story broke i know we're going with this go ahead well was there anybody in the in the public and the media that thought that maybe we should not uh jump to any conclusions yeah you're the first one that i know <laughs> yeah. all right yeah. You're real quick on that. I was pretty quick on that. And uh, today, I, I saw this beginning last night, but today, 
Uh, Chicago police say Jesse Smollett gave insufficient phone records that were heavily redacted and do not prove he was talking to his manager at the time of the racist homophobic attack. Uh, Smollett submitted phone records on Monday morning, two weeks after the attack. They were redacted, according to police, and do not prove he was on the phone with Brandon Z. Brandon Z. Moore when he was jumped. Moore submitted a screenshot of his call history on February 5th to prove their call. He is the only person to have claimed to have heard or witnessed Smollett being attacked. The frustrated Empire star hit out at police on Monday for suggesting that he had not been cooperative. Smollett came home on January 29th at 2 a.m. after going out to get a Subway sandwich with a noose around his neck, bruises on his face and ribs. He told friend Frank Gatson, who was in his home, that he had been attacked by two men who called him Empire Effin Enin, then poured bleach on him. Police have not suggested that he's being dishonest, but they cannot find video footage of any such attack. And Smollett had received hate mail at work a week before the incident. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, it's possible. But... This is a very, uh, now I've looked carefully, this is a very populated area that he lives in. And it is populated with people of all different kinds. Uh, you know, there's a, it's a typical upper, um, mo upwardly mobile Chicago area where there are black people, white people, gay people, straight people, all kinds of people. It's just that none of them were out on the street and observed this attack. And yesterday I read an article on how the neighbors, his neighbors, have all said that they doubt it took place. Now I don't know why they said that. There was no mention of, you know, who was interviewed and what they said. Everybody's keeping a low profile, but I would venture to say that this story we have not heard the last of this story. And then finally, kudos to a school here in Florida. Uh the Manatee School for the Arts in Palmetto, Florida hired two combat veterans armed with semi-automatic rifles to patrol and guard the campus against potential threats. Principal Bill Jones said they have good reason to go above and beyond the minimum requirements. We're not looking for a fair fight, Jones said, of potential active shooter situations. We're looking at an overwhelming advantage. One of the guards has 15 years of infantry experience, and the second veteran guardian will start working later in February. Jones wanted combat veterans who can be trusted to react quickly and correctly under fire. I wouldn't hire anybody who hadn't been shot at and fired back. I need someone who has been in that situation. The Palmetto Police Chief supports the use of semi-automatic weapons, something not everyone was comfortable with. Assault rifles, whether you are for them or against them, are prolific in our society, Chief Scott Tyler said in December to the Herald Tribune. So why would we not want the school guardian to have parity with a potential threat? Jones said parents have been generally accepting of the guards who were trained by the Manatee County Sheriff's Department and had to complete at least 132 hours of firearm safety and proficiency training. The weapons are not stored on campus and the guards are required to keep the chambers empty while they are patrolling. 
Well, how's that going to work? Anyway, the Guardian's salaries of about $50,000 substantially exceeds the state allocation the school received, but Jones believes the student's safety is worth the cost. So congratulations to one school here in the state of Florida who takes this very seriously, as we should. I spoke about this this morning on WABC with Sid and Bernie, where I said they asked me if things had changed substantially, and I said not enough for uh, you know my liking or the liking of Andrew Pollock or anybody else who was personally affected by the tragedy. So, uh, Chapo, uh, guilty on all accounts, President. I don't think we'll have a shutdown, even though I'm not happy with this plan. So look for the next couple of days. Tomorrow we'll look at what his what his uh, his options are in doing this. And by the way, just in case, one year after going out of business, in case you weren't uh, expecting this, Toys R Us is planning a comeback. And I know there's a lot of happy grandparents like me out there uh, about that. Um, and, well, let's... Uh, Let's let's let this go.